This is Biz. I'm a stay-at-home mom with a baby boy and a daughter who's a full-blown kid. And I'm Teresa, a part-time working mom with two little boys. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, I am my own worst enemy. Plus, Biz shouldn't get chickens. Teresa did it, and now she is done. And we talked to one of the hosts of Stuff You Should Know, Chuck Bryant. Woo! Hi, Teresa. Hi, Biz. How are you? I <laughs> feel like definitely I've done something major. You almost sounded like you were about to say, I feel like death warmed over. <laughs> I was like, wow, that is such a southern expression for Teresa to bust out. Yeah, I don't think I even know how to think... use that expression properly. <laughs> like, I'm not quite sure. I've, I'm familiar with that, like, mm. hearing that, but I'm not sure what it means. Well, tell me how you're feeling, and I'll tell you if it applies. Okay. <laughs> Jesse went away out of the country for 10 days. Dick. And then came home and was jet-lagged and oh, yeah. headachy for two more days. Which were weekend days. Yeah. And so I have been doing everything mm-hmm. for at least a long 12, time. At least 12 days. <laughs> a long time, yeah. It's a long time it's to a do long everything. Time, especially, to do all the things. Especially when you are in a pattern of having this extra person there to yeah. do some of the responsibilities and jobs. Yeah. And then when they go, and it's not like they're leaving forever and you know this is some sort no. of game-changing, I've got to adjust everything to make this work. Yeah. You only have to do it for like X amount of time. Yeah. But that can get very discombobulating. And it's it's like the ultimate handoff. You know, like somebody, mm-hmm. whoever, whenever somebody comes home from work, mm-hmm. you're like, pass off, here's the baby. You know, mm-hmm. here's the kid. I'm in the bathroom for eight hours. Right. Yeah. My stomach hurts. Yeah. Right. So like uh when somebody comes back from a trip, even the best of us, mm-hmm. knowing they've got to come home and recover, you just want to shove those kids right at them and be like, I want five minutes. And when you can't get it, like, again, whether you're thinking that's what's going to, I think there's like a real letdown when the person who comes home has to recover. I feel like we had somebody call with a genius once where their partner was coming back from a trip and they came back to the city, stayed in a hotel one more night to get caught up. So when they walked in the door, they were 100% ready. ready. Yeah. Yeah. And so the expectation was set. I'm sorry. I went off. Go ahead. No, no, that's fine. Part of me just feels actually kind of. Well, I feel really, like, depleted. Yeah. But what I also feel is actually, like, superhuman. Like, I feel superhuman because, (laughs) I mean, I didn't, like, I didn't, I mean, I didn't, like, freak out at all on my Mm. kids. And my kids, like, were fine the whole time. Like, it was like, everybody did okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I, but hence the depletion. Like, I'm, it's all done. I'm done. It's the great mom up moment. It's the total mom up. But where, but, it's but, the mom-up moment where you don't necessarily feel, like, level achieved. You're more like, oh. It's all been taken from me. Yeah. And it's like, and it's like, where do we go from here? Yeah. Like, it doesn't mean then, like, that's followed by, like, a week of rest. Oh, yeah. No, it's just a continuing downward spiral. It's just a spiral. continuing. Yeah. <laughs> Cumulative. Yeah. At some point, I will be paying for this. Oh, yeah. Well, good. Yeah. How are you? I'm fine. A totally irrelevant story, but it falls into the category of Biz's fantasies about what life would be like at certain stages in my future life, mm-hmm. uh, especially in the, oh, when I have kids, 
you know, and I have kids, and maybe I can, you know, stay home from work. And I, you know, I'll just I'll cook and mm-hmm. I'll, I'll jam things, and we'll make I'll make jam and pickle, and like, you know, I'll sew aprons, and like everything's gonna be great. I'm gonna be playing with you. Know, I, <laughs> versus the crushing reality of emotionally how I feel uh, mm-hmm. with that vision. But anyway. Uh, Part of that fantasy, I was reminded the other day, somebody uh, posted uh, a video of their chicken coop. Mm-hmm. And when we moved out here from New York, I really was just like, we are so getting some motherfucking chickens, guys. Yeah. I'm going to have some chickens. Yeah. I'm going to have my little urban homestead yeah. in the middle of you know California. Yeah. And it's going to be awesome. That is going to be awesome. <laughs> then I immediately was like, why haven't I made that? And I thought of those fucking fish that we have right now. Oh, yeah. And how much just getting... Three, four originally, yeah. down to three, fish set up yeah. and like finding time to just deal with like maintenance even once a week. And like, and I think, you know, chickens, you gotta like take care of them a lot. Anyway, yeah, more, a lot way more, more. Yeah. way more, yeah, way more. Setting up it's their structure. Yeah. There's no like going through the pet store and being like, five gallons seems no. reasonable. I mean, like, these are. No. Even more living creatures. Way more. Than my fish. Yeah. I think everybody would agree fish are easy. But they seem so difficult to me. <laughs> right. Which um, is why, yeah. Because it's me. So, like, chickens. again, chickens. No. Anyway, I just had to say it was just, like, one of those, like, <gasps> poof. No. Like, if my fantasies were balloons <laughs> and they were lovely, like, lovely, lovingly floating by and somebody was just, like, pop. Yeah. That's just, I feel like I'm surrounded by popping balloons all the time uh, recently. Anyway, one day, maybe chickens. Totally. And my, you know, when the kids are older, much, much older. (laughs) (sighs) Um, We... We have something We do have something exciting. Exciting to talk about. Yes, more exciting than chickens and momming up. Yeah. And spiraling downward. But Uh, related. But related. Not really to chickens, though. Not to (laughs) chickens. Well, it could fall into the category of general life fails. But uh, we are happy to announce that we are officially launching in Kickstarter format mm-hmm. some One Bad Mother merit badges. Yes. Yes. How many times have we said over and over again that nobody gives a shit? But now they will because you will have merit badges to show the different levels of parenting stages that you have achieved. Yeah. I mean, so basically, you guys, we got we like crowdsourced what kinds of things you guys do as parents that you would like a merit badge for. Recognition. Um, <laughs> and we posted this on our One Bad Mother Facebook group, and we got a ton of amazing ideas. Oh, yeah. We had a really hard time narrowing it down, uh, but we did. Uh, and so we have... Uh, like a package of five, we have a package of ten. Um, there's a genius and fail badge, and we even yeah. There's asked... a st- so you've got the starter kit, the advanced badges, yeah, and then what we like to refer to as the collector's uh, edition. I think it's the deluxe. Oh, is it the deluxe? The deluxe, deluxe. <laughs> <laughs> the deluxe <laughs> aka collector's edition. <laughs> yeah, 
I like collector's edition. It does. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah and but- the collector's edition actually comes with um, a really nice, like, canvas. It's really, it's a messenger bag. Yeah. It's very kind of um, durable and outdoorsy looking, but it works as a diaper bag. It Everything pockets, works as a diaper bag. It's um, great. But it's a cool diaper yeah. bag. And if you wanted to display your amazing parenting merit badges, you could very easily affix them to said bag. Or if you've got, like, a sleeveless denim jacket vest in your closet. Well, then that's obviously. These are, these are clear. Like, we could not figure yeah. out how to manufacture that as a way to display your merit badges. There's a little did it, pin it, yeah. because you did it. Because you did it. And you can wave that little pennant yes. around anytime you want to feel proud of yourself around the house. <laughs> so this is going to be coming out hopefully next week. Gonna be, we're going to sell them on Kickstarter. Um, so you guys can share our Kickstarter, share our video. We would really appreciate it. Um, we're going to post the link on, you know, on our Facebook group, on our Facebook page. We'll post it in the show notes. Twitter. Um, it'll be on Twitter. It'll be on MaximumFun.org. You can see all the different, you know, ways to get your badges there. And you can watch our little video, which is Biz and I talking about the badges. And the best part about the video, in my opinion, is our little um, snippets of listener submitted video. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Which we also asked you guys to send in. Um, and we got some really amazing submissions and we picked I think like six of them or something um, so you guys got to check that out and see your fellow one bad parents on there see yourself on there um, I know, and, we can, and and you get to see what the badges look like and they really are super cool yeah they're, they're really fun job. yeah so now you can finally say good job to somebody who deserves it like yourself yeah which I think ties in nicely yeah. to today's topic I think so too just stop Stop being a jerk to yourself. Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Ms. and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa. Yes. Being a jerk to yourself. Yeah. This is a really tricky one. It is. This is a tricky one. Uh, and because I think it is one of those things that uh, sneaks up mm-hmm. on a person and can, for me, can build really slowly mm-hmm. over time. And mm-hmm. before I know it, I'm talking about myself in a really negative way. I'm talking about the things around me in a really negative way. I am shortchanging myself on my needs. Mm-hmm. And I think... Um, we wanted to talk about. I feel, sorry, I yeah. feel like you're me talking about myself. Go on. Yeah, and completely. I th- like I'm so with you on every single thing that you just said. And it's, and it's definitely something that I felt before I had kids. Uh, so this is not a universal parent-only discussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, what I'm hoping that we'll get into today a little bit is uh, that feeling, and if it changed any. After you had kids, because mm-hmm. uh, I know for me, there's definitely like some stuff got worse mm-hmm. and some stuff got a lot better. So I think that might be interesting to talk about. But it's definitely, it's definitely one of those situations we find ourselves in where I feel like, at least for myself, I can feel like the only person who feels that way. And the truth is, probably everybody feels that way. Mm-hmm. And... It's another one of those, like, secret hush-hush uh, uniters mm. that we never talk about. However, 
we are talking about it and ha- but but only by how we're portraying ourselves. You know what I mean? Like we're not saying I feel bad. We're saying God, I was such an asshole when I did such and such. You know, so I, I, I want to talk about it. One of the reasons that I think we wanted to talk about this today was we've been talking about self-care a lot. And because of the Facebook group, the private Facebook group, you know, when I go on and I'm reading people's posts, I can sometimes see where people are really beating themselves up or just talking about themselves in a way that you wouldn't want to let your friend talk mm-hmm. to you like. Mm-hmm. Or you're set, you know what I mean? Like, so, and I realized that I had been in a very similar situation, so I wanted us to talk about it. And mm-hmm. I will start off by sharing uh, how I realized I was doing it to myself at one point in time. It was several years ago, and I was talking to my very good friend uh, on the phone, and uh, like halfway through the conversation, she just said, Biz, I need to stop you. Are you aware that you have called yourself an asshole? Like, 10 times in this conversation Whoa. and she's like and I understand you kind of are saying it like a joke but you're saying it so much mm. that it's you know like I'm the asshole who did this or you know mm. like, I'm totally an asshole because I did this mm. or like I'm explaining a situation that's happening in my life and I somehow in justifying it and referring to myself as an asshole about it and I and I as soon as she said it it was like a slap in the face I was like a no I hadn't even realized I'd been saying that often. And the few times that I had realized I had been saying it, I really, you know, thought it was funny. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I thought it was funny. I thought I was, you know, trying to be relatable. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, or like self-deprecating, but self-deprecating. You know what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hey, like people appreciate when others are being self-deprecating. Like, that's some great way to be. Yeah, you know yeah. What, I mean? what is that even about? But that's I don't so know. true. Yeah, there is this like. You know, again, and we talk about this with parenting, and I think this plays into the, like, how has it changed this way we talk about ourselves uh, once you become a parent. But we've talked about in parenting in general how you're not supposed to say you're doing a good job at stuff. Yeah. Like that, that you know. You're not supposed to be, like, proud of. Of your parenting. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, and so you're supposed to only point out, you know, it, and I do this. Yeah, I do it too. Where people yeah. are like. I'm like, oh, you know, like, you know, look at my kid. She's like eating her karate belt right now. Yeah. You know, like, I'm like, because I, I don't want people to know how much better I think my kid is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? As opposed to just being yeah. able to say, A, say nothing. Yeah, say nothing. Or B, sure. just be like, no, I'm really proud of her. Yeah. You know, yeah. like that shouldn't be a big shame spiral to be proud of your kids or to be proud of yourself for something you've done. So I, I guess I wanted to start off with name calling. Mm. Uh, do you, I mean, have you, because I, I see this on the board a lot where people call themselves a jerk mm. or or it falls into the, you know, uh, body image mm. where people say horrible things about their bodies. It's very easy to do that. My hair, my hair's awful. You know, two weeks later, people are going to start thinking your hair is awful. That's all they've heard. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, people will follow yeah. your lead. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Did you ever find yourself falling to that trap with, like— Yeah. No, I mean, for me, I'm always, like, I think the word that I call myself is an idiot. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm always like, oh, such an idiot. idiot. Like, because I forget stuff, or I did the wrong thing, or I brought the wrong thing, or I misunderstood something, yeah. or lost something, or— Whatever. 
you know, yeah. whatever the, like, all those things that I, like, chalk up to super brain, you know? Right. Um, but, like, that actually, like, when I feel, I guess when I feel like I'm incompetent in mm-hmm. some way, like, yeah, I totally call myself an idiot all the time. Do you think, here's here's a question. Do you think, I can, I know that probably the ones that I fall back on for myself stem from something somebody said to me at some yeah. point in time you were like in, in my life. Grade or yeah, something. Yeah, you're in yeah. fourth grade. Yeah. Uh, and it has stuck with me forever. And then that shapes into how I see myself. Like, for example, I am aware of my voice and my tone and... Um, I am not an ingenue-sounding type lady. You know what I mean? I am not Snow White walking through the forest. Okay, little birds are not gathering around me uh, because my, I come across this sounding would be a so very magical. Podcast. This would be. <laughs> anyway, so I'm like a crow coming. Around. Anyway, um, and like I'm totally okay with it. But however, I can remember growing up and being younger mm-hmm. when that wasn't as acceptable uh-huh. people might not have wanted me to be so opinionated and Ugh, uh people are the worst I know, people are the worst and, and i never I, I really tried to never listen to that kind of stuff yeah. but i wonder if the whole like you know asshole thing comes yeah. from that yeah. you know it's like it's okay guys i know that i'm allowed to i'm okay speaking like this because yeah. i know i'm the jerk you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I think about the idiot one, and I've yeah. seen so many families like refer to kids in their family, even yeah. their grown children in their family, yeah. as like idiots, or, yeah. like, or your husband's an idiot, yeah. or my wife's an idiot, or whatever. Yeah, and just how that sticks for yeah. things oh, that yeah. for things that aren't idiot qualities. No, no. are just like I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know. Definitely, yeah. No, nobody in my family would have ever like called me an idiot or like called each other idiots. Yeah. but they would call themselves idiots. Yeah, definitely. Like yeah. I'm sure I like picked up on that from. So yeah, from something yeah. like that. And I do want to say that this is a, that's a good point. And I, we are not actually going to try and go the direction of the show to. Uh, how we treat ourselves plays into our kids. Mm-hmm. That I, we, yeah. A, we just don't want to have that discussion. Yeah. <laughs> B, today. today. <laughs> uh, and B, because I, because I do think it's fair for us to just talk about ourselves. Yeah, this is about us. This yeah. is not like, oh, we need to be better for our kids. This we need to be better for, for ourselves. ourselves. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly right. <laughs> and then this plays out, I think, in lots of other ways. Uh, not taking a compliment. Mm-hmm. Teresa, your hair looks great. Did you just get a haircut? Uh, yeah. I think you literally just complimented me on my hair uh, a couple of weeks ago. I think my fail was my hair because uh-huh. I hated it. Yeah. I can't just say thank you. Yeah. I have to be like, well, you're incorrect. Right. I you're, fucking hate my fucking hair. Yeah, that's a nice thing to say, yeah. but you're wrong. But you're wrong. Yeah. As opposed to what I tell Katie Bell, just yeah. say thank you. Yeah. Just say Thank you. Yeah, but the funny thing is, is like even I think you and I are good enough friends where yeah. like when one of us says thank you, that kind of thank you, we, yeah. we both know what's going on. Yeah, like yeah. it's really impossible to <laughs> thanks. Yeah, I mean if you're out in the world, yeah, uh, it's a little easier to just be like thanks. But like between friends, I think it's okay to also it's say okay this is going on, this is going on for me right now. I really appreciate the compliment, right. but I'm having a really hard time with this. Right, right now. but I am thinking just like in general, we can fall in. To an ugly habit oh, of not letting no way people this say, okay. or yeah. you know, the something you did at home is really nice. What? Yeah. Well, this is trashed. You yeah. know what I mean? Or like, yeah. you look nice. Do I? Yeah. Because I've gained five pounds. You yeah. know, I mean, like whatever it is, yeah, we destroy it. 
Yeah. We destroy it because we don't deserve to have the nice thing. I again, again, I this I think some of this stemmed from we had thought about trying to do a show on can I have anything nice? Mm-hmm. And I we really felt that that kind of played into this. Yeah. A little. I think they tie into each other. Yeah. You can't have anything nice. No one can be nice to yeah. you. Well, like, oh, you oh, thanks for complimenting that shelf or whatever. Well, we had to get that one because yeah. the one I really wanted we can't have because it'll get trashed. Right. It'll get trashed. Or, yeah. Or we can't afford it. We can't afford it. Or right. whatever. You know, whatever it is yeah. that is, no matter how true some of those things might be, yeah. you are, it's becoming mean to yourself. You know what I mean? Like, who wants to give compliments to people who are going to constantly be like, fuck you? I know. I, can can yeah. I talk about a recent thing yeah. that I had like this? Cause, yeah. Well, it's actually so recent that I'm just in it right now. Okay. Um, and basically what it is, is, like, I'm, <sighs> see, I, I'm already, like, hating myself for even having this challenge because I feel, like, I don't know, I just feel guilty that this is a challenge for me because okay. it feels like a luxury. But, like, basically, you know, Oscar started daycare a month ago. Yeah. Which gives me more time. Right. To do more work at my job and be better at my job. So far, I mean, I I know technically looking at my to-do list, I've gotten a lot of things done, (laughs) but it doesn't feel that way because like the more time I have, I guess the more expectations I fill it with for myself. Basically what has happened is like the time that I used to spend with Oscar, quote unquote, like working part-time, like we would go do something like, Get, do errands or yeah. like we'd go to the YMCA and I'd get to work out and he'd right. play for 45 minutes. We'd do like this or that around the house. He would play while I was cleaning, like stuff like that. All that time now is, and I would do like work work while he napped. Right. And now what it is, is when he's at daycare, I have to be working. Yeah. And I have a really hard time. A, allowing myself to use any of that time mm-hmm. for anything other than work. Right. Um, and B, I I have the, you know, luxury and the flexibility of, like, Jesse and I work for ourselves. Right. You know, like, we are our own bosses. Yeah. But, like, I have to justify, even to myself, right. that I'm using this daycare time. And, like, just basically for the last month, because it has been so emotional mm-hmm. leaving Oscar at school— just psychologically and emotionally, I've just been so exhausted. Yeah. Like, every single day, it's a whole exhausting thing. I shouldn't say every single day. It's three days a week. It's right. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And it's, but it's, that's the bulk of my work week. It's and so, still cumulative, as yeah, we talk about. Exactly. This, this stuff is, it's, it's still, not like one night of sleep erases, erases all that. Everything. Right, yeah. yeah. And so, but basically, what I'm trying to say is, I realized, like, a few days ago, as I was, like, having a total breakdown, that, I mean, I feel like I'm doing a good job as a mom, but, like, I don't feel like I'm doing a good job, like, with anything else in my life. And and I don't know why. Like, I don't know if it's because I'm really not doing a good job, which is, like, my sinking feeling is what is true. (laughs) Right. Or if it's just I'm 
like I feel I just feel really out of it. Like I don't feel like I know what's going on. I don't know like which end is up. Right. But what ends up happening is I'm just like I suck at this. Like I can't mm-hmm. do it. I cannot do it. I'm doing such a bad job and right. I can't fix it. I don't know how to fix it. Right. It's just it's just like it's me. Like I can't do this. Do you know what I mean? Which doesn't allow you to fix to no. quote unquote fix it. Yeah. Because you've already defeated yourself. Yeah. You've already seen it. Yeah. Now this is I think this is oh go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, it's okay. I just I I think like what it what occurred to me the other day was I I realized Anytime I'm experiencing a challenge, yeah. it's really hard to remember a challenge is a chance is a chance to get better at something. Right. And that like just because it's a challenge doesn't mean I'm deficient in some way. Like right. just because it's a challenge doesn't mean Oh, like if this doesn't come easily to me, I shouldn't be doing it or I can't do it. it. It's literally like like the conversation I have with Katie Bell all the time about everything where I'm like a year ago you couldn't whistle and now you whistle like a crazy person. And, you know, like you couldn't do it. You couldn't do it. Yeah. But now you can. Yeah. You can't shuffle cards. But yeah. you will. You can't do that homework, but you will. Yeah. And But it's a really hard... This is the, like, parent thing. I mm-hmm. think this is where it plays. It's really easy for us to, like, give all that good advice and help guide our kids with this. Mm-hmm. But not our... Again, not yeah. ourselves. Yeah. Because the, what you just described... I really think is a feeling that you can slide into so many people's different situations, you know, full time, not working, illnesses, like whatever it is. There's something about the time. Yeah. And And using the time productively and efficiently and making it worth it. Yeah. Whatever worth it is. And the whatever. Yeah. Yeah, You know, which this kind of ties into like uh, two thoughts I had about this for the discussion. And one was we run the risk of setting the bar too high Mm -hmm. where we'll never meet it. Yeah. You know, like we're never using our time enough. Our to-do list is never like enough. We, no one is good enough to help us either. No one is, I don't deserve to do this nice thing, right? Like everything is too high, which is totally self-sabotaging. Totally. And then, or we set the bar so low where I don't deserve it. Right. What what does it matter if I look like shit when right. I go out of the house? And I yeah. don't mean because of how I physically am built. I mean because yeah. I've got ketchup all down my shirt, and yeah. I, it's not like it's the one day. Right. It's every day. Right. Yeah. You know, like I am just. I putting, don't deserve new clothes. I don't, I don't deserve, deserve a, new a shower. I don't. I don't yeah, deserve, I don't deserve yeah. the shower. I yeah. don't deserve to clean the house. I yeah. don't deserve. You know, people to come over, yeah. you know, or to get myself the shelf that I really want because it's just going to be ruined anyway. Yeah. Both of those are like universes that are impossible to live in. Totally. And I, I, you know, I hear you and I feel like it stinks because this feels like one of those ones where it's like, all right, yeah. well, now what do you do? Right. You know, because no one likes... <laughs> No one likes the fucking articles that are like, 10 ways to make your life better and make right. you like yourself. I know. You know, I mean, I, I don't know. I know. Uh, I've done a lot of therapy. Yeah. And while some things are better, yeah. oh, that's what we were going to touch a little bit on, like, kids. Have, has having kids uh, made anything better or worse? Because I know for me, 
the self-care thing has gone even lower yeah. because of kids. But the confidence sometimes gets ratcheted up a little bit yeah. because of all the momming up sometimes or yeah. just the achievements that, mm-hmm. like, you know, where your kid for a split second does exactly what they're supposed to do and says it perfectly and is mm-hmm. nice and polite and, like, all those things mm-hmm. and isn't throwing things at you. Uh, and you feel like, yeah, right? Like, uh-huh. you're, like there are those moments, right? Yeah. Um, so I feel like the confidence, it helps my confidence. But when it comes to my time management, what I deserve, my self-care, yeah. that continues to stay in a universe of, like, abandonment. Oh, totally. Is, is I there... think, well, yeah, I think, yeah, definitely the scales have tilted in different ways. Because I think, um, I think definitely I feel, I feel like a sense of pride mm-hmm. in, like, doing a good job with my kids. Right. When I do feel that way. Yeah. Um, which is not all the time, obviously, but sometimes. Um, and that's really, really fulfilling and really exciting. Yeah. But I, I've i gotten worse at other things. And I don't mean that as like in, in a mean way right. to myself. But right. I just have. I mean, I just used to be, before kids, I just was a lot more organized. I used to be better. I mean, <laughs> I was. I was better at, yeah. like, I was just much more... It, like targeted about oh, yeah. like here's what I'm gonna achieve today. I can do all of this stuff and just like bam, 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 knock things out. Yeah, you know, I was just a lot less uh, distracted and. Well, it goes back to the like the whole original point of the show, which yeah. is you are now somebody different. Yeah. Good, bad, I don't know yet, right. and we may not find out for a while. Right. But it's yeah. the jarring sense. That I am not what I was. Right. And I'm not going to hate that. And that's the trick. Yeah. I'm not going to hate the person I'm becoming. No. I just have to accept that I may be becoming the person who I didn't like very much when I was out in the world with them before I had kids. <laughs> sure. Like an asshole. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but, you know, in terms of like how do we help yeah. ourselves, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I think it's. I think we can help each other by catching each other yeah, I think that's with a good the idea. negative talk. Yeah. Because, again, I wasn't even aware I was saying those things yeah, about myself. That. and Or that it read like that. Right. Right? And maybe it's just, you know, maybe this is where the whole good job thing came from. Mm-hmm. Because I, I've said it on the show that you can go back and listen to how much I'm, like, great when Teresa said, good job, mm-hmm. the first two years. Mm-hmm. And there really was this moment where I was editing the show and I was like, oh, my God, I actually just accepted her compliment that I'm doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Because she has told me every week. <laughs> and uh, we actually had somebody call in once and say that they really kind of thought it was bullshit. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, you're doing a good job. This is such a yeah. cheesy bullshit thing they do on the show. And then yeah. she was having this really horrible week and she was sitting in her car listening to the podcast and we said it and she like burst into tears being yeah. like, I really needed to hear that. Yeah. So maybe it's surrounding ourselves with more things we need to hear. Yeah. Whether that be the good job to yourself uh, or, you know what? I do feel really good mm-hmm. uh, about something I just achieved or how I look or I'm okay that I'm not checking my to-do list off. You know what I mean? Like I, you know, and these are impossible things to change over a it's quick so period hard. of time. Yeah. But so I, I don't know. I think well, <laughs> I think all of those things you just said are really good. And I also think we, you know, we've talked about self-care the last couple weeks yeah. in a row. And I think it applies here too. Like I think 
if we can get into a routine with our self-care where it's not just like the random once a month one-off thing where Mm -hmm. if there's like something about our day every day that is just for us or at the very least week to week like a thing that is just for us that really is true really and truly caring for ourselves right um, I think that it has an impact over time. Yeah. I really do. Because you it's just the act of going through it. It's not just thinking about it or yeah. thinking I should do that. It's that you did it, you know? Yeah. That, and that is that has a cumulative effect, too. Yeah, and I think sharing those things publicly, the yeah. self-care, I think is, is really, really important, good. too, because yeah. it lets other people sort of feel like they should be allowing themselves to do it, too. Yeah. And, ugh, and let's go back to all the stupid work we have to do on ourselves. But, like, <laughs> to not feel that somebody would like judge feeling you good about themselves that, yeah. is happening at you. Right. Right? Exactly. That, like, that that's yeah. not a comment at you. That right. that's a good thing. Yeah. And that should be inspiring. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, like every time I see parents like out at grocery stores and they're just doing it successfully, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's so great. I can keep doing this too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. or somebody just like dressed to the nines, go into Target. I'm just like, yeah. I can do this too one day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't know. You're all doing a really good job. You guys are doing a great job. You're doing a good job. <laughs> Hey guys, next week, the week of October 5th, is Maximum Fun's first ever podcast crossover extravaganza. We're calling it The Great Switcheroo. Next week only, Biz and I will be handing One Bad Mother hosting duties over to the charming and hilarious hosts of another Max Fun show, Stop Podcasting Yourself. So tune in right here next week to hear Dave Shumka and Graham Clark sitting in for Biz and me on a parenting topic, genius and fails, and everything else. It's going to be a lot of fun. Also, don't forget to follow Biz and me over to Judge John Hodgman, where we're excited to be guest hosting next week. If you've never heard the show, it's a fake internet court, and we'll be weighing in on, of all things, a parenting dispute. Just visit MaximumFun.org or search for Judge John Hodgman in iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius fail time, Teresa. Genius, please. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. Well, I have you to thank for this genius. Ooh. Um, a couple weeks ago, we talked about my lacking in the crafting department. Oh. And you had an idea of an invention box mm. for Simon where I could just toss whatever <laughs> throughout the week. Basically, garbage. <laughs> garbage. Um, and let him pull it out and play with it on like the weekends or mm-hmm. whatever. Well, I just immediately started doing that because I thought, why not just try that? Okay. And I've been using a bag because that was what I had yeah. around. And we're calling it the creation bag. Nice. And he comes to check it 
every day after oh. school. Every day he comes in. He's like, "Do you have any more stuff for me in the in That's the bag?" Awesome. And I'm like, "Yes," because I always do. Yeah. There's always something. And usually it's only a couple pieces. But like he's already made all these crazy elaborate things with them. Like nice. I mean, they're all over the house. Whatever. Yeah, I know. But, but I don't care because it's like I feel like I'm doing this with him. Yeah. And he's like totally enjoying it, and it's really cool. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you're yeah. that you could have like an outsider art area we in totally your backyard. Could. And everything just oh, goes yeah. out there. It's like every crazy town in Alabama. You know what Perfect. I mean? Like, I yeah. love it. That's so great. Yeah, oh, so I'm so glad you. to hear that. Good. Ellis is just not wanting to eat anything. <laughs> what a jerk. Um, so I we've what always... What is he, a toddler? I know. <laughs> He's not like Katie Bell. Katie Bell ate everything. Wait a minute. You mean to tell me that your second child is different in some way than your first child? I want to send my... I want my money back. Um, who lied to me about this? The universe. Every parent ever that came before. Um, so I, it's, it's really frustrating. So, you know, like I make pesto. It's favorite thing, right? Mm-hmm. Done. Like one bite, done. I'm like, no. You know, here comes the turkeys. All right, fine. Do you want a turkey sandwich? Turkey sandwich. One bite. Done. Like all, and I'm like, eh, yeah. he's not eating anything. <laughs> he's, I don't want yeah. to wake up in the middle of the night starving. Um, so we always have on hand, I tend, not always, but I tend to make fruit popsicles, like mm-hmm. just full on. It's just all fruit. There's nothing in it but fruit. Uh-huh. And that is just pretty much his dinner Do you now. blend it? Yeah, I have like a stick it. blender. Yeah. I have like a stick handheld yeah. stick blender, yeah. which is a game changer in terms of smoothies and these kind of popsicle things. I just throw like the almost rotten strawberries. Uh-huh. If you're you know feeling up to it, you throw a yogurt in there. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like it's like basically a smoothie, and I put them in popsicle things that I got from IKEA or you can yeah. get at the dollar store. Yeah. And I just pull them out, and it takes him the full time of dinner to eat right. it, and he's eating fruit. That's great. Yeah. So anyway, so my genius is my kid is getting at least healthy things in the form of a popsicle. Good job. Thank you. Hey, this is Teresa. I am calling with my first genius moment. (laughs) I've been listening to your podcast for a year and a half since my son was born. And today I was babysitting a two and a half year old and a six month old in addition to him for two different friends. Wow. And... It was really hard to give the youngest one a bottle because the older two just don't understand waiting and they don't have younger siblings. Like, they have no training. (laughs) So I had the genius idea of breaking out our Tupperware lids and pretending like they were Frisbees. So the older two would bring me their Frisbees and I would throw them across the room and then they would run and they would grab the Frisbee and bring them back to me and then I would throw the Frisbee. And so I was able to manage um, feeding the six-month-old with one hand and throwing the Frisbees for the older two with my other hand. Genius. And I felt like a total badass. Genius. Yeah, so genius. It's, it's, you know, it's a little like dogs. A little. A little like playing with dogs yep. and feeding a bottle. But, but it's fine. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, we need to collect a series of things to do where you really can't get off the couch, but you have to amuse yeah. small children, like yeah. collection of mm-hmm. items. Because, like, that's a good one. It's a really good yeah, one. Yeah, that's a really good one. You are, in fact, a genius. Yes. Everybody should be feeling very proud right now. Yeah. Feel proud, everybody. I feel really good. I feel great, too. <laughs> and I feel so great that I'm going to be okay uh-huh. with all the failures we're about to go through. I think I am, too. Going to be able to cope. Fail, 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 fail. 
You suck. I just did the I just did the thing where <laughs> my husband, you know, he was away and we were um. anxiously awaiting his arrival and he was getting home on a Friday night mm. and I just didn't plan anything for the weekend. Like, I didn't come up with anything for the weekend. And really, after 10 days of solo parenting, it would have been appropriate for me to even schedule a babysitter to come at some point on that weekend. But I didn't think of that because I was just thinking... He'll get home. And I wasn't thinking the handoff necessarily, but I was just thinking we'll figure out what we want to do together that weekend. Like we'll do a couple different things like we always do every weekend and like whatever. And it was so not like that. It was just (laughs) so not like that in any way. And like not to diss Jesse at all. He had like a big trip. He was coming from the other side of the world. Yeah. He suffers from chronic migraine headaches. He had headaches and he had jet lag. And you knew it was coming. I totally, I totally, this is why this is my fault. Yeah, exactly. Like I just, I just didn't think of it. And I could have at least come up with like a play date with another mom and her kids or like a thing instead of just arriving at it and having two days of yeah. whatever. Right. It sucked. It That does suck. Thank you. Mm. You're welcome. I have been just saying stupid shit to people. I mean, you know, like all the times people like call in and like, don't say this to pregnant women. Uh-huh. Or like, don't, why would you say that? Or uh-huh. like, you know, like, like my uh-huh. favorite are the like, is that your kid? Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> I have been in some sort of zone of where, like, I can't keep it from falling out of my own mouth. You would think that doing this show every week, I would be, like, hypersensitive. Yeah. But it turns out I'm only hypersensitive to once it's happened. Right. Right? You know it's bad once it's out of your mouth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I did the classic, like, mom looks really great. Uh She's, like, three kids. Uh Uh, Her daughter and Katie Bell are in school together. And she always has, like, the one baby, like, in the sling. They live nearby. So they walk to school. Mm. She's got the, like, you know, three-year-old, maybe two-and-a-half, three-year-old son. And then the daughter, who's in kindergarten, uh-huh. she's just like handing it like a check. I mean, what I need to be saying to this woman is, you are doing such a good job. Yeah. These kids just are always, everything, yeah. everything about everything is great. You're, you're, whatever you're doing is working. Yeah. yeah. She came in. She looked really good. Uh-huh. She had makeup on, her hair. She's like all dressed. And yeah. I was like, wow, you look good. Where are you <laughs> Something to that effect. And then that's quickly spiraled into, luckily, us laughing about how insulting that is that the rest of the time she just looks like shit, right? right? Yeah. And that we ourselves, well, why do you right. get to be dressed yeah. up when we're all sitting around looking like shit? Yeah. You know, I talked to a woman who was pregnant, uh-huh. and it was like, fine, but I, sh- I didn't have to say anything in general. Uh-huh. But I just stared at her stomach and was like, all I want to do is talk to you about being pregnant. Like, it just, Did you say that? Or I, no, you I think, just, okay. I finally just said, are you, is this your first yeah. or do you have other kids? Yeah. Right? Because mine were running around like crazy yeah. people in yeah. Joanne's fabric store, right? Yeah. And, but again, again I could you have know just said, about that? I need a yard and a quarter and just yeah. done and walked away. I know. But it like, is wrong so- to say those things. But simultaneously, it's clearly something none of us can control. No, no. (sighs) So this is a fail. I had this really amazing day where I took my toddler into New York City, had brunch with amazing baby-free friends. We were having a great time, and then my toddler decides to take a giant dump. (laughs) So... When given the option of changing my toddler 
on the floor of the restaurant and disturbing all the rest of the diner. The disgusting, tiny little bathroom. Uh, I chose a disgusting, tiny little bathroom, and I feel like I have totally failed my child because screw everybody else. That bathroom was gross. I should have just changed him in the restaurant. Thanks. Bye. That's a hard one. That's so hard. Because, like... Fucking put change. Everybody says you're legally you're supposed to have changing tables everywhere, yeah. whatever. But no one does. There's not even a changing table in our library. Yeah. Okay, you know what I mean. So like it's it's so hard. And I have been there. I have like changed Katie Bell on the floor of like uh, Rite Aid in New York City's bathroom oh. floor. It was disgusting, it's so gross. and I felt. Yeah horrible yeah, but, and, but at the same do? time like what are you supposed to do like change your on the floor know. you know like you can't even change kids out in the fit, park too with big people to sit on your lap uh, yeah. to change on your lap yeah and, yeah exactly when they're little yeah. and like you know and the restaurant would have been like a whole nother series of like issues you're gonna have equally oh, yeah. called with the exact same setup saying i should have done the disgusting bathroom right, right, because yeah. of x y and z yeah and i i totally get the feeling of that fail that sucks. The real failure is you left your house and tried to do something nice for yourself. <laughs> Self-care, everybody. <laughs> you are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you. I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. I love Teresa, you. Teresa. Yes. I Let's call a dad. All right. All right. Let's hear it for dads. Uh, this, <laughs> this week, we are going to be calling Chuck Bryant, one of the hosts of the amazing podcast and website, Stuff You Should Know. Welcome, Chuck. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Um, before we get started with all the exciting questions we have for you, we would like to ask you our very first exciting question that we ask all our guests, which is, who lives in your house? Who lives in my house? I live in my house. Uh, my wife, Emily, lives in my house. <laughs> I guess I should say our house. <laughs> uh, I have a... 13-year-old dog named Buckley that lives in our house, hmm. a six-year-old dog named Charlie that lives in our house, <laughs> and two uh, 13-year-old cats named <laughs> Laurent and the Wizard, and they live in our house. Uh-huh. And I have a new baby named Ruby. Yay! Yay! <laughs> How old is Ruby now? Ruby will be uh, 11 weeks uh, this week. So I'm not sure when this is coming out, but as we are recording, 11 weeks old. Yeah, it's coming out this week. It's coming out this week, so yeah. she will still get to be 11 weeks forever, <laughs> as encapsulated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She. Oh, yeah. You're everything about that house except for those pets is all newbie. <laughs> that's right. Uh, that's right. Um, well, uh, we want to hear the story of Ruby, but I just just. In case there's someone out in the universe who is not familiar with uh, the podcast and the website, Stuff You Should Know, uh, tell us just a little bit about uh, what you guys do. Uh, well, it is uh, a podcast that we've been doing now, uh, shockingly, for about eight years. <laughs> um, Sneaks up on you. <laughs> and uh, we cover it's a general, general interest. Um, it's a sort of an educational, uh, humorous educational podcast where we just sort of uh, pick out a topic that interests us and 
explain it in about 45 minutes as like a general overview and uh, try to add some laughs along the way. Nice. Well, I want to talk about that eventually, but what I first want to get to know is tell us about Ruby and, you know, uh, you and your wife's journey to having a baby because it was easy, right? Just boom. Ta-da! Baby. Yeah. Yep. You guys know how easy it is to get a baby. It's they're, so they're... easy to get a baby, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we tried to have a baby for quite a few years of our own. Uh, we're unable to. Went through uh, IVF and all that fun stuff. Again, super easy yeah. to go through. <laughs> yeah, that's a really and easy process. When you say fun and IVF, uh, you're being sarcastic, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I no, thought that those were synonymous. I thought fun was the F in IVF. <laughs> I, clearly, I was incorrect. All right, so IVF, that fun process. Yeah, and, um, you know, I had some mishaps along the way, and we're kind of at the point where we were just like, you know, uh, we're getting old, and this is sort of our last gasp here. Do we just say we're not going to have kids at all, or do we stroke a gigantic check and adopt a baby? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was like, you know what? Let's let's go for it. Let's pursue adoption. And so we adopted uh, Ruby, and it's the best thing ever. And that was yay. also a, oh yes yay yay, uh, and that was a really easy process too. Right? Yeah, adoption's just a breeze. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, um, I have to say that it was, uh, it, it was about as good of a scenario as you could imagine, and it was still fraught with massive amounts of anxiety and stress and uncertainty. Um, I just think that's the nature of the beast. Yeah, you know, gone through it. we've had a number of people on who've adopted, and it always... I, I think one of the things we talk about on the show a lot is how easy it is to either forget or just not know what other people are going through, <laughs> like yeah. in general, in, with anything. And I don't think that that's anybody out to do to be mean or insensitive. It's just really easy to not know. And every time uh, we have somebody on to talk about uh, the adoption process, it always takes me back to the scenario that so many people, I, I assume everybody who goes through the adoption process has to go through, uh, which is all the checks, like all the time. And I don't mean the physical, like writing a check. I mean the like people coming to your house, like people making sure that you really know how you how to take care of children, like all these things that, you know, I didn't have to. No one gave two shits about if I was qualified to be a parent. I mean, like, I mean, like, no one cared mm -hmm. if I was going to be a good parent or not. Uh, I don't even think they asked in the hospital. And mm -hmm. so I just, you know, was that, that's really, I mean, I'm assuming that was part of y'all's experience as well. Yeah? Did yeah, I mean, there, there's massive amounts of paperwork and, uh, and testing and, uh, I mean, everything from drug testing to, uh, you know, like medical tests and questionnaires. I mean, a lot of stuff. And as we're going through it, it can get a little frustrating. But at the end of the day, you still say, well, it probably should be this hard to get a baby, you know? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I fully agree. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, now let's get into the show a little bit. You host the show, 
stuff you should know. And yeah. I guess my first question about that is uh, the stuff that you should know and doing this podcast, did that actually prepare you at all for stuff you should know about having a baby? Or in this case, the adoption process or the IVF process? <laughs> I mean, have you guys ever tackled that kind of show? No, we haven't done IVF for adoption yet. Um, a lot of people are now asking for an adoption I bet. show. Uh, but we've done ones on like temper tantrums and uh, designer children and circumcision. <laughs> uh, we recently finished, in fact, I think this week actually our episode on female puberty comes out and we did male puberty a couple of months ago. So stuff like that I think will help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do. You haven't felt like you've run into something where, you're like, damn, I really should have known that. That I should have been prepared for X, Y, or Z. Yeah, I'm really trying to. Uh, I mean, just because of the job, I have a very like reasoned, scientific approach to a lot of things in life, and I'm I'm hoping that helps out with raising a kid because I think if you understand physically and scientifically what puberty is and what a temper tantrum is, it's easier to. For me, at least, I think it'll be easier to uh, handle. Well, see, now that, I guess that leads me to another question, which is in the choosing of some of the topics for y'all shows, it, you, yes, female puberty, male puberty, uh, circumcision, things like this, there it is, you can most certainly put together a show that are, is filled with facts and, and science only. But so many people don't like facts or science. <laughs> <laughs> and or or even given our best, we'll still be highly sensitive from from even the most like straightforward. The sky is blue. Well, if I want to feed my kid a pouch, I will. I'm not talking about pouches. Why are you? I'm just talking about the weather, right? Like, so how do you guys approach these things, or do you just really say we can't overthink it? You know, I mean, especially given uh, certain areas that people can feel touchy about, no matter. What? Yeah, you know, we try and just cover all all sides of a topic, um, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and let people make up their own minds about things. We, we try to keep our opinion out of it as much as possible and just sort of present the information. But um, you'd be surprised. We hear from a lot of people that really appreciate just hearing, like, especially with, like, a, a show on temper tantrums. We yeah. hear from so many parents that said, I now understand what's going on. <laughs> And that made it so much less frustrating for me because I know this is what's happening in the body and scientifically. And that really helps, you know, not just say my kid's just being a big jerk. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. I think the times when I'm freaking out the most as a parent is when I'm like thinking in my mind, why is this happening? <laughs> like, right. You know? And so like if you actually have the answer to the why, then at least you're not going there. Right. You, know? yeah, you might yeah. still be frustrated, but you won't be like feeling so confused or right or, or I yeah we're we're currently going through a my kid won't eat and like my toddler's just not eating what he's supposed to eat and that there are reasons there are scientific, yeah, scientific reasons, reasons for that yeah. and there are and it's okay yeah. but like yeah the pressure that you put on yourself that you have to fix it when it's totally fine uh, is yeah it, it can also uh, it can also go the other way though like I'm sure it's very obnoxious if uh, like my wife says Emily's upset that, you know, in the future of Ruby's having a tantrum for me to go, oh, yeah. well, actually, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
this is what's happening to her right now, so we shouldn't be frustrated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I mean, you were talking about your approach to, your, or your hopeful approach to parenting, and yeah. I was thinking there will be an episode eventually of stuff you should know about how to deal with intermarriage relationships and raising children. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, sure. All right, if there was something that you thought, I mean, you... you we are definitely moving into a time where people rely on things more than themselves uh, a great deal. And I was wondering if there are things that you think, given all the topics you've covered uh, on the show to date, uh, like three things that you think people really should know just off the top of your your head or, or anything that you've thought about in the past. You know, I think that um, I'm really proud of our shows on uh, mental disorders and emotional disorders. Um, and I think that people in general should have a better understanding of that stuff. So, I mean, we've done shows on bipolar and schizophrenia and depression and body dysmorphic disorder. And we have a, a suite on addiction and rehab and alcoholism. And I just think uh, understanding of those things, for you know, especially when you're talking about having kids and yeah. just uh, yeah. people in your own family, to have a greater understanding of that stuff really gets you... Uh, ahead in life because you're able to deal with that stuff in a more reasoned manner. So I'm really proud of those those shows for sure. That's that's a really good point. And I, I will say uh, that, you know, and my brain doesn't even go there first. I'm like changing tires. Everybody needs oh, to know how yeah. to do that because I'm such an emergency preparedness fanatic. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not hoarding anything for the apocalypse because we ran out of our last can of beans and I haven't been to Costco. So I'm not like that crazy. But uh, I do like, you know, like I've got to know how to, you know, can I still build a fire, you know, in the woods? <laughs> can I still, you know, do X, Y, and Z? But heaven forbid, the better thing to know is how to be compassionate and empathetic to the <laughs> to people around you. Whatever. One of us will survive the apocalypse and the others won't. Um, uh, what about kids? Do you now, especially now that you're a father or, you know, I, what I really like is the thought that I know that I've had before I had kids of what I thought all those people's kids should know. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, like, is there anything, uh, either side of the spectrum, uh, where you think, you know what, I really, this is something kids, I wa- or I want my kid to definitely know, besides empathy for others? <laughs> oh, wow. Well, that was probably going to be my answer. Ah. <laughs> I mean, that is uh, it's good. That's a really, that's a really good, good one. one. I know. Really All right, one. fine. <laughs> well, maybe not so much, uh, uh, almost like a, uh, a child version of how to win and influence people. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like, just be respectful and be yeah. aware of how you impact your surroundings. Uh, I'm, I'm, some of my biggest pet peeves with adults are uh, people, uh, how do I describe it? People who have their heads up their ass. <laughs> yeah, with the blinders on. Yeah. I mean, just go into any merge lane in California and try not to have yeah. that feeling of just people. I, I, I can be a big jerk in a lot of ways, but I, I always try to really be aware of just how I'm impacting others yeah. around me. And it, that's I would love it if Ruby grew up just being polite and mannerly and, and having people say, what a, what a delightful human being. She is. Oh, that would yeah. be great. She, she will be. She, she it will, definitely be. will be. It, it's, no doubt about it. Have you guys done a show on that? Like how to be a better person in the world? No. That seems a little <laughs> pushy. It's, it's very broad. That seems a little broad. It seems hard to. <laughs> but we've done episodes on things like road rage. Yeah. And like I, I try to sprinkle that in whenever I can. And, you know, these are lessons that I 
am continually trying to, to learn and be better at myself. I'm, I'm no saint. <laughs> it's okay. We just did a whole topic about trying not to be jerks about ourselves. Yeah. Um, to so, ourselves. Yeah. yeah. To ourselves. Yeah. So it's okay. It's okay. It's, You're doing a good right, job. Chuck. You are doing a good job. <laughs> uh, well, Chuck, thank you so much for joining us. This was, uh, it was really nice to have you on. And uh, I wish you guys and Ruby uh, just the best. You guys are doing a really great job. I know that was a lot of hard work going through that whole process. And a lot of times it can feel like no one cares. <laughs> but it's really great. And, and we care. We care. <laughs> and it's really great. And good job. And thank you so much for joining us. And congratulations. Yes. Yeah, thanks. I just wanted to say thanks to Teresa, too. We um, see each other every year at Max FunCon. <laughs> and uh, Teresa was always... Uh, someone I knew I could talk to about the struggles because every year she would get an update on what's going on with us <laughs> and you always cared and asked and that really meant a lot to me so just want to say thanks oh thank you it was my pleasure all right we will talk to you soon thanks y'all bye-bye bye you make me sing ooh, la 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 you make a girl go Right? Yeah, he's the best. That's, oh, he is. A, he's going to be a great papa. I know. Right? Oh my god! I, know. I mean, like Ruby just like won the lottery. She totally won the lottery. <laughs> she completely won the lottery. Yeah. I mean, wow! How nice. Yeah. Um, it's a really great podcast. Yeah. And it was really insightful, and it's a great thing to match up with say our podcast yeah. in terms of when you're looking for something to listen to they really do break the science down of so many things that we deal with as parents or just as people i mean mm-hmm. you can like go to the website uh, their podcast site and they've got a little search engine and you can like parenting or you could they did one on marriage how to be married and stuff oh, like that awesome. yeah which is really fun um so uh definitely check it out if you're not already listening to their podcast it's a really good one it's a fun one for road trips too um because why wouldn't your kid want to listen to that kind of stuff <laughs> you know what else is fun to listen to on road trips what <laughs> mom's having a breakdown oh yeah i think we need to have somebody on right now to have a breakdown right now okay so i'm calling i think for a good rant like a positive rant um i just sent my three-year-old to his first day of school all by himself we stayed home mom basically been doing this by myself He's got a little brand new sister who, for the first couple of months of her life, he was like a total nightmare and hitting everyone. But you know what? He did such a good job today. He did so good. And I think I spent, I spent the first year of his life doing what, what he, doing what I thought I needed to do for him. He was needy. He needed me. He like nursed 24 seven. I responded to him. He had a tantrum. I gave him a hug. You know what? I'm not a fucking attachment parent or tiger mom or bullshit mom. I'm just a really fucking good mom. And I've had so many people tell me you're coddling him. You're doing too much. You're letting him run the show. But you know what? I'm a good fucking mom. And he went today. He went to school and he was so happy. I've been prepping him. I've been talking to him. He was ready to go. He's asking me all of his little baby questions. It was so cute. And he did so well. I took him in. He wanted to play with everything. I gave him a hug and I said, bye, baby. I love you. Have fun. And he goes, bye, mama. Have fun. And just started playing. And he did so great. 
And it's not because I did anything or read any stupid fucking article. It's because I did what I had to do as a mom and took care of my kid who needed who needed me in a way that maybe looked like something to everybody else. Mm. But I knew I was doing what he needed. And it just felt so good today to say, you know what? He's not clinging to me and he's not dependent and he's not freaked out he did a great job and maybe he'll cry after I left and maybe he'll cry in a week or in a two but he did fine he did perfect and he did fine and for the parents whose kids cried I'm sure they're going to do fine and they're good parents too but I'm just so sick of everybody telling me that I'm coddling him or I need to do this or I need to just turn my back on him for a tantrum or cry it out or all that shit but it just doesn't matter I did what I needed to do for him and it just felt really good to see that it's paying off because he did so good. And I feel good. And you know what? I'm not crying. I'm not crying today. I'm getting the fucking dishes done because my baby's asleep and my toddler's at school. And I'm just going to fucking do my dishes. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for the show. I feel good. <sighs> and yeah, now he's at fucking school. So feeling good about that. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, she made me feel better. I can remember yeah, so clearly being in that same place, especially with like Katie Bell and stuff, you know, where like that whole what can play into what we talked to today mm-hmm. was the whole like everybody's kid is different mm-hmm. and that is okay. Yeah. And what's happening with your kid, like how a parent deals with their child is not how you're supposed to deal with yours or a reflection on how you're dealing with yours. And I just love that, you know, she was just so proud of her decisions, even though people kept saying stuff to her to make her feel bad about it. You know what I mean? Like I, I just, it was really inspiring and it made me feel good about the choices I've made with both my kids, which are two totally different sets of choices Hmm. you know what i mean like so i just i loved that call. yes i love that call yeah just more of those i mean not that we don't want more of the super you know blossoming flower yeah crazy walk down the street call us rants i'm sitting in the parking lot at target it's 2 a.m and i don't have my wallet call we love those too but you know what i think that call wound up being so good for today's show yeah that is what we need to be doing even that is self-care yeah. Just calling and saying, I nailed it. Just We all need to do that Take more. credit. Take credit. That's right. Teresa. Yes. What did we learn today? Take credit. Yeah. Feel good about yourself. Yeah. That's such a, that's just as bad as relax. It is. Um, but just practice not saying shitty things about yourself. Yeah, that's just a good start right yeah. there. You're not going to fix everything, but let's, yeah, that, let's let the new yeah. challenge be <laughs> if you can change one thing and it's not saying shitty things about yourself. That is a absolutely positive yeah. start. Yeah. In your head or out loud. Yeah. Both places. Sure. Okay. That would be good. Uh, we also, uh, you know, I don't know. We learned what we always learn. This is really hard. All of it. Yep. It's exhausting. Yep. And it doesn't really matter where you're coming at it from, like what your particular scenario is. We can universally share that there are very difficult moments that we are all very tired mm-hmm. <laughs> and that we all can feel very isolated and alone and undeserving 
of self-care. And, and that's a collective we all need to be aware of when we treat strangers and how we treat ourselves and how we treat our friends. Uh, so let's, I don't know, let's try and do that. Let's try and work on that, I guess. Yeah. Um, I guess. Yeah, we'll do it. That or watch a supernatural marathon. I don't know. It's your, it's your self-care. Um, we also learned that Chuck Bryant rocks. Yeah. The stuff you should know He's is such a great dad stuff already. you should know. I know. It's like, ah! yeah, it's I know. really exciting. It is. It's really good. good. Yay, adoption. Yeah. We've also learned that merit badges are things that we deserve. Yeah, you guys. Yeah. Keep and an eye sh- out for the Kickstarter. Get That's yourself right. some merit badges. Get That's some for an expecting parent. Uh huh. You know. That's right. It's a nice way to to kind of laugh at what they're about to go through without being a full on jerk. Yeah. Um. Speaking of not being a full on jerk, mm-hmm. everybody, you're doing a really good job. Yes, you are, guys. And I know that it can feel like bullshit when we say it, but uh, we. Just in case it doesn't just in case, for you today. Yeah. It, we, it, <laughs> we're going to keep saying it. We're going to keep saying We're going to keep saying it every day because eventually it will kick in and you will believe it. All right. You really are doing a good job. This really is hard. All of it. Uh, and you're you're doing good. Teresa. Yeah. You are doing a very good job. Thank you. So are you, Biz. Thank you. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. I got to low down mama blues I got to low down mama blues Got to low down mama blues Low down mama blues Got to low down mama blues Got to low down mama blues You know that right We'd like to thank Max Fun, Lindsay Pavlis, our engineer, our husbands, Stefan Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, visit MaximumFun.org and click on Donate. Do you have a genius or fail moment you'd like to share on the show? Then leave us a message at 206-350-9485. Full-on rage-induced rants are also welcome. Well, Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama blue. Oh, said Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama blue. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.